Hi, this is Madeline, a.k.a. Groisha, founder of Growing With The Seasons. Our new voice, season one, is the foundation of the intergenerational conversation. It's been in my heart to do. We need more mirrors and voices to inspire our choices. For in the reflection of each other, we all grow wiser. I know I have. To learn more or get involved in this and other co-creations and conversations, check out the website gwtsfamily.com. We offer many ways to help you groom your authentic expression. Here we grow. Hello, welcome to our new voice. Oh my goodness, the people I get to talk to. This is one of my like sweethearts, you know, he's somebody who is a partner to one of my dear sisters. And just the first time I met him, the way he responded to me, like with such reverence and honor and the way he holds people is just so beautiful in his heart. A man in his 50s, dear brother of mine, Jesse. Welcome, Jesse. Hello, I'm Jesse. Well, thanks for being on the podcast and thanks for growing community like you are and for bringing your experiences into the conversation. So the first question is, how were you informed about your gender? Or, you know, I mean, for us back in our day of being a boy or girl, but gender is so fluid now. So how do you remember kind of getting messages about what it was to be the gender you identify as? Well, first off, my mom said I was a boy. <laughs> that was number one. That's like how I knew I was a, a boy, but I, I thought that I was, you know, I, I always felt, you know, in a, in a sporty, masculine way. I had, I, I was... In a house full of, I think I had I got two brothers and five sisters. So Wow, that's a big crew. Yes, yes, yes. Sisters, they held it down and they were beautiful. They, they always took care of the baby of the house. <laughs> oh, I guess that was you, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was me. They always took care of the little guy. So it, was, it was beautiful. Yeah, I remember in school, preschool preschool kindergarten yeah. mm-hmm. around that way yeah I, I was just there was this a girl beautiful girl latina girl and her name was angela and i was like look at this this is so cool but no she, i thought she was super beautiful super super beautiful and mm-hmm. then i was about you know five years old you know so that's what i could say i knew i was definitely masculine a man a boy and because you knew because you were attracted to girls, right? So you felt like it was more clear yes. that way when you felt your attraction. I hear that. So was there any different kind of expectations for boys and girls in the house? Well, for the most part, yeah. The, um, the sisters, well, we all did the chores. We all had to do chores. But honestly, be, being the youngest, I, I did some chores. But the older ones were, were the ones that made handled a lot of the chores in the house. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, I kind of got away from not doing so much, but I did my share, you know, in mm-hmm. the home. And what did your brothers teach you about being a man? What kind of messages do you remember getting from your brothers about being a boy? My older brother, he had kids early too. He was interested in um, DNC, mechanics, and having a girlfriend. Yeah. Oh, so you kind of, and you, of course, we know you were a dancer. We know Jesse's got some uh, breakdance game going on in there in the yes, formula of yes, this character. Yes. 
So yes. then you picked up the dancing and you obviously were happy to play with the girls and then you learned to fix things like your rows. So you kind of got in the, the frame of where they were a little bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And my, my stepdad, he, he, he's, he works, he, you know, a beautiful man. And I mean, that's one man I, I, I honor, totally respect, adore, love, love to pieces because he, I mean, he has no kids, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm his kid. My other kids are, my other brothers and sisters are his children through my mother, you know, but like she, he didn't, they didn't, she didn't give birth to us through him as a biological dad, but him being my stepfather, he, he was an amazing man. He showed me really what being a man is about, you know? Doing, what a beautiful um, reflection, right? To think of somebody coming into a family that wasn't of his own, you know, creation and to be able to meet it like that. That's a beautiful reflection. What a great mature character that must have been that could do that. You know, that you yeah, got to have well, that. That's awesome. That's beautiful. Yeah, and he's, uh, I think he's like maybe 10 or 13 years younger than my mother. <laughs> Yeah, nice. so she, she liked them young. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I can appreciate that. You know, I got no judgment on that. You know what I mean? I got no yeah. judgment there. <laughs> I swear, y'all, yeah. That's one man that I, I do appreciate and respect that came into my life. Beautiful. Nice. So it was pretty black and white and clear messages, what you did, and obviously being a hard worker was a big part of it. Right, right. That that as well. Yeah, that was definitely a big, big part of it. And the ladies were a big part of it. Oh, yeah, the, the 80s, 90s going in, that was huge, you know, because that's, you know, with the dancing, the drugs, all that going around. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Nice. All right, well, that's good. So the next question kind of expands on that a little bit. It's what did you learn about yourself and relationships with other people? So you obviously identified as a certain model in your house and you groomed yourself a little bit like the others who were like you. And now like when you went into relationships and you went into the world, what else did you learn about yourself through relationships? Relationships, I did. I just... Learn not to, to take, 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 take. When I was younger, I just, hey, basically, I, I wanted to be with a female every day. You know, I definitely <laughs> did. If it was the same one, if it, was, if it wasn't, it didn't matter. You know, I, mm -hmm. I, I wanted to be with a female every day. I did, you know. And I lied to a lot of girls. Oh, I love you, this and that. So I felt like I was taking things from them, you know, by lying to them. And that's oh, one of the right. things I definitely learned about, like, in relationships, you know, you really have to, you know, you got to, when you, when you know it's that right one, and just pretty much in any relationship, you want to put 100% into it, you know, and make it work the way it's supposed to work with 100%, not, you know, because I used to give 99 and I kept 1% for myself mm -hmm, because just mm -hmm. in case I've, you know, went down the rabbit hole, I had something to climb up, at least have a little strength <laughs> to come up, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's what mm -hmm. I, that's how I kind of did. I gave 99 and I just kept that 1% for, you know, that hurdle that 
can happen. So mm-hmm. kind of set myself up for not, you know, being able to, um, to overcome, you know? Yeah. I think it's that one foot, one foot in, one foot out kind of thing, right? Where like we either put both feet in or not. Do you know what I mean? So I yeah. hear what you're saying about when you meet something fully, you give it its biggest chance to succeed. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I can appreciate that. That's why I, you know, you know how uh, all the relationships. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. With all the relationships that I've been in, you know, and even with the relationships with the parents, with the kids, you know, the grandkids, mm-hmm. the baby mamas. Yes, yeah. he's got a whole team. Uh, he's got a whole team over there. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a, it's a big process. And, and be, you know, being a, a kid with all this happening, well, you know, just having kids, you know, that was that was even a big ordeal. But now in the older stages, it's you no know, grandkids and all that. You know, there, there's because it's like, I guess it's almost like the, the saying that you can walk a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. Kind of mm-hmm. deal. Mm-hmm. So a lot of relationships are are kind of like that. Look, this is what I'm doing. It's you know, you can roll with me or you know, figure it out. Mm-hmm. I can't, mm-hmm. you know, I can't mm-hmm. force you to do anything. But you know, you either keep, you know, you can follow my role, walk my steps, or in a different way because I kind of cleared most of the rough pebbles, rocks. So now it's almost a smooth path. So you don't mind that you may not run into any hurdles, only the hurdles that you create. Because mm, nice. I slept in my bed. I made my bed and I slept in it. And mm-hmm. I'm still sleeping in it. So mm-hmm. you know, it's a, it's up to you now. So I like the I want, awareness. You know, the awareness of your mature 52-year-old self that you make your bed, right? Everybody creates the life and then they live it, right? There's so much truth in that, Jesse. Yeah. And I want to go back to something before we keep going. I really appreciate that your opening sentence was that I learned, you know, not to always take, you know, because I think that giving and receiving is a big part. And when we have access to things and desires, you know, we can just take and take and forget that we're actually without that reciprocity, we're losing balance. Like we need the reciprocity mm-hmm. for the balance, you know, that you might find in that Omoteo prayer, as we say, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Nice. It got to be 100 not 50-50. Mm-hmm. And what about for your relationship as a father and your children? Like, what did you learn about yourself in that? Well, I grew up without my real father. As I said, I had my amazing stepdad. Mm-hmm. And also Chantel's father. Love that man. I wish he was still around. You mm-hmm. know, he, mm-hmm. he, 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 he was like the old. See, my, my dad, dad, my stepdad, he's the one that showed me, you know, how to get up every day and go to work, go to work, go to work, go to work. You know, Chanteau's dad is like that too, but Chanteau's dad, he was like the the buddy, you know what I mean? Like, oh, we 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 drinking tonight, or we smoking, tonight, you know, or, you know, we're yeah. working together and we're having some beers, laughing, and you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it, it was like, the, um, it's like I had the opportunity to be with the, you know, the working dad, strong working dad, and then the, the cool dad, you know? So <laughs> nice. And you're, you're a blend of both. You're both. Cool. Yeah, they're both cool. Not that my stepdad isn't cool, but, you know, mm-hmm. the one that was more into what I was doing. 
you know, mm-hmm. you know, with the smoking, drinking, more, you know, yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, so that, that that and then with my kids, it was just like again, I I grew up without my real fathers, so I wanted to make sure that I was a part of their life and they knew each other was a real big thing for me too because they're by all by different women, you know, except for the last the youngest too. There with my wife Chantel for 29 years that we've been together. That's that was really really important for me for all of them to know each other and them to know me because I mm-hmm. really didn't get an opportunity to know my dad. And mm-hmm. the only only thing you know like relationships and things like that is to go back. It's like uh, my middle daughter. I didn't get the she didn't. And I didn't get the opportunity to really do the things that I did with my older kids and my younger kids with her. So that's one one scenario in my life that it, it does bother me a little bit. But I love the relationship that we do have now. You mm-hmm. know, we conversate. And she gifted me my youngest grandkid. And it was um. beautiful. It's been beautiful. But for the most part, it was just that, you know, again, you know, the, the mom felt it, it wasn't a good, good for us to, for me to be in her life, you know, mm-hmm. and she was bad. And mm-hmm. I understand, I, I, I definitely understood the whole thing wasn't right from the beginning, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but me being who I was at that time, I didn't care, you know, I did not care, so. Yeah, you know, I'm hearing, you know, what I'm hearing when you talk about that is that maybe, you know, that her choice or the mom's choice of the situation set up your middle daughter to have a certain experience that would help change her next experience. Like how you mentioned not having your dad around made you so conscious of being a dad that was around, you know, and like that you were trying to make sure the kids knew each other and the challenge that was to your character, right? Because you're doing so many things. So she may end up being informed about something that's important because of what happened with her. You know, I think sometimes we're playing out things to be catalysts for each other, but they hurt. And I, I, I acknowledge the tenderness of your heart as you speak of her. And I know the way you love people and how you're always trying to do your best. So I pray anybody who didn't get what they needed understands that we were always doing our best and that sometimes it is what you needed to grow what you're supposed to grow. And we don't always know that, you know, sometimes it takes till you get older to even realize how the puzzle pieces kind of set you up to be who you are, you know? Yeah. And then what, and the funny thing is, well, not funny, but my daughter's mother, one, she has other children by other men as well. So, she put putting those guys through the same scenario, you know? So, so you know your daughter won't be doing that. She's watched that enough times that she's going to learn from that stuff, right? Yeah. No, what, what, what wind up really happening was when she tried to, um, when she took me to probate court to remove me as the father of my daughter, the, the lawyer was like, well, questioned her. Are the other baby's fathers in the baby's life? So they kind of made her, you mm-hmm. know, like, what do you, what are you doing? Because I had, in that that a probate court, uh, Chantel, my best friend, Chan, Chantel's best friends, my mother. I had quite a few people on, on my babies. My baby's mother was there. 
you know, the one that I raised my son for seven years because uh, mm-hmm. she wasn't doing right. And I was like, no, let me grip, you know, let me hold on to him till you get your life together. She was there. She spoke and she praised me to this day. She gives me a lot of compliments and praises me for the father that I am to, for her, you know, to her son. It's nice to hear how much pride you have in being a father, Jesse. I love hearing the way you hold the father idea in your heart like that. Feels good. It feels good. It It hurts, but it feels good. I know. You just love him so much. You're just a papa like that. I know. Yeah, yeah. I can't help it. You're not a heart. Yes, yes. So, you know, it's, it's, it's life, you know, whichever all the relationships could be better, but they what they are, you know. So I just, you know, keep it moving and pray for the best. Reach out, send some, note, you know, messages here and there, a phone call or, you know. So hey, they know where I'm at. So, you know, I picked you up every weekend. You was with me every weekend, every holiday. So y'all know my children know who I am, definitely. Mm-hmm. And I haven't gone. I just Thank keep you. them like that. So, yeah, because I can't, like I said, I can't keep running after them like I did when I was a younger, when I was younger, when they were younger. I mean, mm-hmm. you're, you're 30 something years old, you're 20 something years old. Like, I'm not, what's what that look like? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you're grown men, you're running and chasing you down. No, 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 no. I was signing mm-hmm. for you to, you know, woman up, man up, and, mm-hmm. you know, do what I did. No, mm-hmm. you, I want to be in my grandkids' life. Well, do the right thing. Bring them over here. <laughs> you know? Because, <laughs> nice. like, you know, you know, I can't go running all over the place. You know, it's like, y'all help me help you. You know? But mm-hmm. we'll see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, you know, I know we touch on this when we talk, but I can feel how tender it is. Like, we've never really t- processed, like, how the relationship shaped your experiences, right? Because when you're trying so hard to do your best and then, weird stuff happens like that. You're like, damn, like, what did I do wrong? But what I'm trying to say is, I don't know that we're doing stuff wrong. I think it's people playing out what they're here to learn, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And you've been learning a lot, Jesse. I've been watching you. You're learning. You're learning all the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I appreciate that, man. Yeah, of course. So then is that good for relationships? Is there anything more you want to share about what you learned about yourself through relationships before we go to the next question? Well, no, I think I'm I'm good. I'm definitely good. You know, I just I just know that don't take things personal, you know, and Mm -hmm. keep it moving. Yeah, don't make yourself feel bad either. Don't make yourself feel bad like It's your fault, right? Because I mean, there's a there's a missing like I have those stories in my story where there's spots where man, if I would have done this, then this would happen, and I didn't do this. But then I also have to like take the deep breath and say, like you said, I was doing my best at the time. I, I wasn't here to be perfect. I was here to learn. And sometimes you got to fail and you got to make mistakes to learn. You know, we can't just come in perfect. You know, we're we're perfectly lessons. You know, we're perfectly students of the universe. You know, like we learn as we grow. Exactly. I am full agreement. Absolutely. Thanks, Jesse. So one star at a time. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah. So then that's good. So then let's see. The next question, I, I mean, I'll say it the way I say it, but if you have a question, you know, ask me. Don't, you know, how do you know the truth for yourself? You know, how do you discern or kind of like stay connected so you can trust yourself? Like, where do you get that sense of like knowing from? 
I don't know. I guess intuition or um, I got a pretty good gut feeling. And she's nine out of ten times my gut feeling is if I don't feel it's it's good, then it's not good. Or if I feel like there's been quite a few times I've I've told my wife, you know, this person is uh, they're coming on to you. It's like no 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 it's my friend. I'm like all right, sure enough. You know, I'm mm-hmm. like, I, hey, I, I I could feel it. I felt that vibe, you know, and then mm-hmm. it has happened not just with that, with other, you know, with other scenarios I've had where I didn't think it was a good idea to to buy this or, you know, things like that. So mm-hmm. kind, of, kind of really just a feeling, you know, that mm-hmm. gets me where, all right, yeah, I think, I, I think, I think what it's saying you know, my, my head is saying it, my heart is saying it, and with my gut. So, yeah, I got to go with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it is tricky, right, when we get a sense of knowing something or feeling clear about something, and then the people we're close to are kind of like, no, 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 because wherever they are, they're just taking it a different way and getting that in. And, I mean, based on the what a little bit I know about you, there was a lot of accommodating you had to do and appeasing, and everybody had their ideas and what to do, so... To be able to have that gut and that intuition so that you wouldn't get caught up in, you know, trying to please everybody or accommodate everybody or get approval from everybody, you know, because your clarity comes from your experiences. And I'm not surprised that you can tell when somebody's coming on to somebody. Obviously, you have a lot of experience in that. But <laughs> but yeah, to be able to use your discernment and have it come into the shared space, because I think sometimes in relationships or in knowing if the things around us are fighting what we're trying to say, it's hard to hear what we're hearing, right? Because you don't want to be a jerk. You're not making a problem, but you're like, no, nah, right. I don't I don't think we're supposed to do that. Something doesn't feel right. But the other person's right. not in that frame. And you're like, what do you do with that clarity? But you're able to trust it. You say nine out of 10 times it's there. So for you, when you're looking for the truth, you kind of check in with yourself. Yeah, yeah, for the most part. Yeah, exactly. What about spiritually? Like, how do you clean yourself up spiritually and how do you manage that part of your life? I'll be honest, as of of late, it's been more, you know, a lot these years going to the land, being on the land. That's a a big spiritual cleanser for me over there. Mm -hmm. You know, it it, it feels good. I I just feel fantastic when I'm there. Nice. With, you know, the energy that I feel from there, you know. And, yeah, I mean, it's after, you know, five, five or seven days of work busting my chaps up over there is when I feel like, whoa, 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 <laughs> ready for a shower and a nice bed, you know, but for the most part, just being there, you know, just being there just really boosts my spiritual, spiritual um, energy and, uh, and being around the um, community and the, um, the clique that's been, you know, being put together and everybody's hearts, smiles, love, you know, coming through, you know, so that's, that's a good spiritual cleanser for me as well, because, you know, if it feels good, then it is good, you know, mm, so, nice. and it helps the, it, it, it helps the soul. Absolutely. Cause hey, if I'm, if I'm a pet angry or something like that, then, and that's what I'm getting feed that I'm getting, the energy I'm receiving that, hey, I don't want to be involved with that. I'd rather 
the way it's been going has been beautiful. And again, mm. I think that's a good cleanser for me as well. Just, you know, being around the good people as yourself and what's been coming to the land of late and some uh, community members of past and of new, you know. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it has to go and stay. Yeah, those, those have been good for myself. Nice, nice. So then you're no stranger to the truth. You can sense the truth and you're better at giving and receiving now and you work hard. And so then now that you're kind of sitting where you're sitting, because what Jesse and Chantel, Chantel's in the 40s, Jesse's here in the 50s, and they're dear friends of mine who have a project or a mission or a gift that they bring to the universe called Taina Woods. It's up in Harris, New York. And it's a place where they're living their dream. You know, they're putting together all the things that they would want to live around and have around them and inviting people to share it with them. And as anyone listening can imagine, there's a lot that comes with that. But, you know, there's several years in and things are getting more refined. And Jesse definitely leads with his heart, as does Chantel, and they do beautiful things there all the time. Thank you. I'm lucky. Mm -hmm. So we can say anything about anything, but the last part of the the conversation that we're curious about is, you know, from where you sit, and here you sit in your uh, room there with the family pictures around and your heart so tender from speaking of who you've been and why you did what you did. What are the values that you would want to share with the the new generations are all of us. Like, what are the shared values that you think we could kind of collect around that would be helpful to us as a human family? I think I mentioned something to my wife earlier. Love, respect, and honesty. I think those are important. Love hard. Respect. Definitely respect. No, you know, no, none of that. Uh, like with my kids, I'm not your friend. I'm your parent. Mm. You know, I, w- I want that here kind of respect, you know, mm-hmm. that that we love each other and we honor each other. And we're going to take this, you know, 100% all the way. I don't I don't want that, you know, treat me like I'm your, you know, like I'm your friend, you know, no, no, no. That's, that's that's the respect I'm trying to achieve pretty much that we're doing it together as you know in a respectful manner nobody's you know bashing each other or doing anything wrong to each other or having you know some other intention you know we're gonna respect each other and give each other what we have and, and do it in a good way and be honest you know it's just look I, I I sold drugs. I did what I did. You know what I mean? I'm I'm not proud of everything in my life, but hey, it's the truth. You know, what's wrong with the truth? You know? mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I got six kids, five women, you know? Hey, that's the path I, that's the bed I made. And I, again, I sleep in it and I'm proud to sleep in it. You know, I'm, I'll make my bed every day. You know? <laughs> that's what I like to share. Nice. I'm curious about respect, right? Because I like what you said about how there's a certain respect. Like for us, as we grew up, like your elders, your parents, like, you know, I couldn't curse in front of my family, right? Like at certain times, you know what I mean? Like I had to like wash my hands if I could come to the dinner table. Do you know what I mean? Like there was ways that you showed reverence to the fact that you were coming into space with these people. 
And I don't know that we've maintained some of that sacredness of respect in the way things grown so cozied up. Do you know, like sometimes, I mean, I'm, I'm certainly, I got married the first time at 23 and I had my children really young, the first two. And there was a way that I was growing up with them and I didn't know how to like, embody that mom person because i was like a little kid trying to have a baby for gosh sakes you know what i mean like i was still growing up myself right so there's exactly. definitely there's definitely ways that i played it differently and and connected to them differently because i didn't have that posture as a mature adult who could be their parent per se do you know what i mean that they could come to in a certain way right and then the second set the twins like it is different. Like we're cozy because, you know, they grew around their brothers who were like my brothers in a way. Right. But they know I'm their mom. You know what I mean? And they actually pulled me up to want to be like the mom person. Like they were inviting me to become that more mature person and stuff like that. You know, they were inviting the boundaries and I was so grateful. And I'm like, God, the universe gives you just what you need. Like, thank goodness for their independence and their need for boundaries. Like I needed to really get better at that because my own soothing would be connecting to my kids or chatting with my kids. And then it would change some of their respect line because I might've like given them information that was going to change their thought of me. Right. So there's also a way that like, what do we share and what's appropriate to right. share, you know, and talking about your partner with your kids, all those different things that get into play in families, you know, and they take away from respect. So like if two people in the family are bonding over the other person being crazy, that's going to really affect the whole balance of the house, right? Yes. Yes. Mm. Yeah. You know, that's one of those I mean, things that is. Oh yeah, we should be silly as forever. Don't you know me? I, I think it's all funny. I think it's all freaking funny. But I definitely think respect is an interesting one. I know there's been times where I would say to certain people, like, I don't feel respected. And I think I was waiting because I saw my parents and the older people get respected. I was waiting as I got bigger, it would be my turn to be respected like that, you know, and, and it didn't come, right? It wasn't the same anymore. It was different. Do you know what yes. I mean? Like they'd all run in a door and nobody would hold the door for me. And I'd be like, what? No one's holding the door for me, you know? But like when I grew up, there was always a door held for me. Because yeah. I was a girl and that's like, just what they wow. did. Yeah. So. I mean, it, it was, you know, who knows what's the right thing, but I think respect is one of those things that you have to really understand what the other person means when they say respect, like what they're looking for. But I like honesty, like you said, and, and the ability to love you like you are, like just love you. Yeah, to be exactly. kind like that. Mm -hmm. That's what you're supposed to be. You know? That's mm -hmm. what you're in a relationship, whatever relationship, you put your best foot forward and be 100%. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And anything can grow from that. Oh yeah. Everything I mean, can grow, yeah. You give her fifty percent. Yeah, when you only give her fifty percent, you're only gonna get fifty percent. You know, so that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you get to decide how much you're gonna receive back by how much you give. So when you give a hundred percent, you can expect such abundance. Right? Yeah. Because it's all coming you back. Definitely you know? hope for. Yeah, yeah, that's a true, true indeed. Yeah, very good, Jesse. Well, then the other thing that I, I, I mean, it's not what everyone else answered, but I feel an intuition to talk to you about it. There's a lot of men like in their 50s that are changing a whole bunch, right? Because they, 
I'll say it the way I see it, you know, and you can pick it apart however you want, but like they grew from the papas they grew from that were a little bit stoic and conformed and worked hard and came home sometimes and busy and stuff. And then like they didn't keep their their voice, their their expression, right? Because they were putting all their energy into just getting through it, right? And now they're in their 50s kind of like looking at their lives. I had a call yesterday with this man at 51 who went to a ceremony a few weeks back and he's just like, he's cracked open, you know, he's just like, wait a minute, what the heck? And I did this and this and that, like, he's really reflecting on his whole life. So do you have any guidance or thoughts for people your age as they kind of like wake up to everything and, and continue to grow on and not get stuck, like feeling bad about anything? Definitely can't change the past. You don't know the future. So be present, put your best foot forward. And again, don't take nothing personal. Don't feel so bad. You know, there's no reason to. You know, you're alive. Be happy you're alive. And be happy with the family that's surrounding you, that's with you, that supports you. Mm -hmm. Take that and, you know, keep growing with it. Don't, you know, there's no reason for you to, you know, be upset, you know, because you you played your cards the way you played them. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. in the past, you know? Yeah. Now, now you have a new deck. So it's up to you to play those cards now. Oh, I like that, Jesse. It's like you get a new hand, right? Like there's a new shuffle and you still have like a exactly. basic understanding of you, but then you kind of decide, okay, so what's coming through? What do I get to use now with this new hand? Exactly. You I know, love so that. Why not? You can't, can't worry about the other stuff. You know, like, look. Like I said, I got all these children, three kids before 15, you know? So it's like, no, I'm not. I can't. I, I, that That's like, what's that saying? To be doing the same thing repeatedly and expecting a different a change? Mm -hmm. Insanity. So that's mm -hmm. pretty much the same thing, you know? Mm -hmm. I, I I can't I can't keep kicking him but kicking the mule to move faster because he's only going to move as fast as he wants, you know. So <laughs> not, I'm not I'm not I've, I've been like I said I've been running chasing children and doing you know trying to do the rest. But I like mm -hmm. I said we I'm in my fifties and I just I want to live to I hope to be as late as my great great grandfather. Which is a hundred and um, maybe twenty, maybe seven one seventy, you know. Oh, they, bring they, it they, on! Nice. Yeah, because my great great grandmother, she to one fifteen, and him later. So wow, that's yeah. awesome. That's some good and family that's line that's you got that. there, Jesse. Yeah, those are the time you know. <laughs> yeah, because when I spoke to my cousin, uh, matter of fact, I got to send her pictures of the, uh, the ceremony this weekend. She's going to uh -huh. follow them. She's going to be so happy. Oh, they're so cute. Oh, your great-grandmother, so she was all Taino. She's all Taino. And she she got a picture of her. I think I posted it on the WhatsApp. She, my great-great-grandmother. She I saw that. that picture. She's 108. Yeah, she's 108 years old. Wow. That picture. Yeah. So, like, yo, I'm like, what? And that's from, you know, living in the land like that, eating the, eating the foods there and mm -hmm. keeping it moving, you know, mm -hmm. keeping it moving. Because if, if, you, if you stop, that's it. 
you're you're really asking, hey, I can't do no more. And he's going to see that. Your energy, your life force energy is going to shrink and go down. Mm-hmm. No, you don't want that. You want to keep moving. You want to keep growing. You want you want to be like the the plants. You know, you you go to sleep and then you wake back up into a beautiful flower, or you you got or you're an apple or you're feeding somebody. You know, so that's what you want to be. I love that, Jesse. That's yeah. That's like growing with the seasons, just blooming over and over again, like each each you know springtime. You know, that's so true. And like, and I think part of what it is is when we sink down, we don't know how to let go what we need to let go to grow again. So I think you're speaking some yeah. great wisdom about being able to let the past be in the past and staying present and like living your best life and dreaming a dream that you can live. I keep saying I'm going to live to at least 152. So we'll see. We'll see. You know, yes, I, I'll I, be right with you. Oh, great. That'd be great. Let's dance. <laughs> yes, Let's no, dance till the end. Let's do it. Dance to the end. That's right. Uh, thank you, A couple Jess. of head spins. <laughs> Nice. nice. You better wear shorts underneath nice. your skirt when you do that. I know you got those tiny you know, skirts you're all wearing. <laughs> nice. Nah. Jesse. <laughs> thank you for your way from the moment. Love you so much. You're so great. Thank you. Thank you. So then what we usually this do is we Oh, my pleasure, Jesse. Thanks for teaching me more about you and be willing to share your voice with our new voice. You know, it's gonna go out to each generation. And this land that my friends here have is one of the places we'll do different gatherings for those who live in the area that I'm in too, to connect to the elements and to learn more about you. So thank you, Jesse. And what we usually do as we close is we kind of like say a closing prayer, just kind of close the portal and say thank you and send off what we want to send off from this beautiful connection we made in our hearts. So are you feeling like you want to say any words towards a prayer or do you want me to lead it or both lead it? What's your thoughts about that? I'll let you lead it. I'm good with you leading it. Oh, thanks, Jesse. Well, I'm going to use the connection of our hearts to sing it. So it's us leading it because my heart's smiling just because you're so real and you keep it so true. And I just pray that happens more and more to every one of you who listens. Like when we're able to be authentic and be crystal clear, like and not meet each other from fear and doubt and manipulate for outcomes and we let it happen, like it's kind of magical what can be. And I had no idea that I could grow so sweetly close to these people so different from me. But the more I spend time in the heart, we're not that different at all. We're just not that different. You know, we're so, so, so similar. So in this moment, we just like take a deep breath and make our spine straight. And I just take all my energy back to me and I send all your energy back to you, Jesse, fully healed and in present time. And I pray that you and your family all continue to grow divine and be kind to each other and live in the heart. And we send this intention for these shared values and for this conversation between the generations to happen so easily and playfully and consciously. And thank you for this moment and thank you for everything that comes to us so easily. May everybody receive what they need. And Jesse, may you continue to grow vibrant and live as long as you can live like a big old tree. I love you, brother. Thank you. Love you, sister. Thank you so much. Super good Thank prayer. Thank love, you. Thank you, Maddie. Love you. Love. Hi, this is Madeline again. If you're interested in learning more about co-creation and building a new foundation, check out the website, gwtrustfamily.com, and get involved. Join us in growing this frequency of more peace and harmony and possibility. Turning in all the directions. 
calling above and below to the space inside me that longs to glow. I call for the wisdom of my teachers and my elders and the wisest part of me. What is it that's going to set us free? How can we find harmony in this family? Please teach me. Show me the way. I know. The way will open. Where is it? Where's the fire? Rhythm in the middle. Stay centered. Stay true. Do what you're here to do. That's what'll soothe your soul. Rhythm in the middle 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 Rhythm in the middle
Hi, this is Madeline again. If you're interested in learning more about co-creation and building a new foundation, check out the website gwtsfamily.com and get involved. Join us in growing this frequency of more peace and harmony and possibility.